0: I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever
3: encounter. That's right, Buck Swope. Buck Swope, who Doug really is not comfortable with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business for my money. Buck Swope. Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah!
0: (laughs) I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck.
3: I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's going to have it. Why? Oh, no, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah.
4: Seem to have... Kind of an issue with Buck Swope, right? And it always goes back to Swope. Buck, Swope. Buck Swope, Buck Swope, Buck Swope, Buck Swope. Mr. Buck T. Swope. What's up, kids? You're listening to Swope's Picks, episode 31, Tucker and Bruce, volume two. A little later, we'll be joined by Caller Bruce. But right now, let's flash back to February 2017. Well, get on with it, motherfucker. Get on with it, motherfucker.
5: Well, get on with it, motherfucker. Right now, hey. pop culture, who would you say, that's the guy that interests me, I can sit and talk to that guy for two hours? Uh, I don't know.
2: Darnell don't know, Coles. Let's say like, he's
5: available. Something like Tom Hanks has kind of been a
3: fascinating guy. Caller he Tucker. Caller Tucker, Doug. Caller Tucker. Well, it just so happens he's on the appliances this kind of phone. Lines. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yep. Look at the plow hog up, leading God? this. Pro- How How so Tucker?
1: Doing? Hello, Tuxie. So one of my buddies was razzing me, and he's like, you got to call in because of this story that happened on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, okay. and I was a little hesitant because I'm going to have to like work to stop from being talking blue, but I'm going to try. Yeah, got... that's fine. Don't, don't talk
3: blue. Now the Plow Senator is on the dump button, so you're. You... But we enjoy uh, your
1: stories. We had this thing, and our our firm did like a, a deal where if we did if we hit these certain objectives, we got the day after the Super Bowl off. I like that, and we took and we took a party bus to go watch it and had a big like huge event right so we had a few guys in we have another uh sister office in indianapolis so a few of the guys came in from there a bunch of us went out and you know it was obviously a debacle right i mean we're we're start drinking at about 11 a.m where'd you go guy we started at fast eddie's uh and that was like there were a lot of people there man for super bowl
3: Sunday. really is that right I
1: mean? yeah there were a whole bunch of people at fast eddie's Then we went through Soulard, hit up a few places, um, end up watching the game at the post, okay? Mm -hmm. So we go there, and that's about, maybe that's like 10 minutes from my house, right? Sure. So I get a ride back with an Uber, and while we're at the post, right, Mm -hmm. this dude, my buddy, is sitting there talking, firing on this chick, right? Sure. She's old. She's a little bit older. I'd say mid to late 40s, and he's from Indianapolis. He's staying at a hotel, I think in Clayton, like the Crown Plaza or something, right? Sure, yeah. But he's got a roommate, Uh-oh. so he doesn't want to bring this girl back. No. So this is verbatim what was said at the bar. We're oh, sitting there. Okay. And they she says to him, she's like, they're kind of flirting, and I'm kind of sipping my drink and listening. And she goes, Yeah, I've never been with a younger man. And he goes, Well, you haven't until later tonight. And I'm like, Yes.
0: Yeah, good line.
1: Door. Oh, nice. This is awesome. Yeah. So I leave, and I assume he's just going to take her back to the hotel and do the railroad. Oh. And I get mm. I get home, and he, I get all these calls on my cell phone starting at, like, 1 a.m. And I kind of ignore the first two, just figuring they're drunk and being stupid. And then I finally pick up because he's called me four times, and he's out of breath. Uh-oh. And I'm like, what on Hades is going on right now? The world. And he's running. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you running from? And he Mm. goes, I I can't explain. I don't know where I am, but I see Uncle Bill's, and I'm going to be there in two minutes. I need you to pick me up from Uncle Bill's. The pancake place? Yes, the pancake place. Well, I'm like, there's two Uncle Bill's. Like, there's one in Baldwin, and there's one, like, on King's Highway. And he's like, well, I don't know which one I'm at. So he pings his phone, and he's at the one in Baldwin. Turn up, (laughs) which is, like, a 20-minute drive for me. So – I'm not going to leave him behind because I figure something seriously effed up. Mm-hmm. So I get in the car and drive out there and pick him up at Uncle Bill's. He's wearing what, gym shorts and a tank top, and I don't know where his clothes are. Mm. And it's about 2 o'clock in the morning at this point on Monday, and he's pretty out of it. And I said, what happened? And he tells me the story. So girl and him go back to her apartment, which is right behind Uncle Bill's. Turns out she's 49 years old. And she's a fitness model, mm. all right?
0: Sure, sure.
2: She takes
1: him into her apartment, and there's like this sh- giant shag rug right inside the door. Okay. And she, she says to him, you like my rug? Fair enough. And makes him pet the rug. She makes him pet it. Then <laughs> slaps him in the face and throws him down on the rug like WWF style and proceeds to rip his shirt off, like rip it off his body and just go bang city on him. Oh, for heaven's sake.
3: Bang city. There was Rip City in Portland. This is bang city in Baldwin. Okay.
1: Yeah, she goes bang city on him. He blasts, right, quickly. Easy. Even though I think he had that whiskey, D, because we've been drinking since 11, but whatever.
3: Over in Illinois.
1: So he does this, (laughs) and then she's like, well, I'm not satisfied. And he's like, okay, you want to go again? And she goes, I got a better idea.
3: Oh. Uh Uh-oh, not the strappy, Doug. Not the strappy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He <laughs> she goes into her room and brings out just what Timmy is saying right now. Oh, no. Ah. And he is, like, super intimidated. So he's like, I don't do this kind of thing. She goes, fine. Then you can just hold it and F me with it. Oh. Ah. Ah. And it was he, he said it was purple and it was enormous. Okay. He sat there on the shag carpeting for, like, a few seconds and did it. She got up to go to the bathroom. Huh. and he ran out the door didn't mm. say a word just ran and out
3: he ran down manchester wearing the strap on
1: no i don't think he ever got no he never put it on he never put it on he yeah. held it
3: that's what a gentleman does was, if you're raised the right way doug you never right. put on the strap on
1: <laughs> yeah he never put it on but he held it and he, he went to bang city with her with oh, it. and then he had to run and he was running away that's why he was out of breath because he's running from those apartments to a place where I could find him and Uncle Bill's was the closest place. He was in some crummy apartments like right behind it. And I was I picked him up and he's all out of breath. He's all nasty. And now he's got I gotta take him back to his hotel. And then the next day he's like, I'm never coming to St. Louis again. I'll tell you right yeah, now, I'm yeah. never coming here again.
0: Yeah, he might run into her again. No, I mean, he didn't leave his wallet and everything behind, hmm.
1: did he? he? Had all that stuff, but his shirt was gone. Shirt's gone. Terry was gone he under his pants this is what's really messed up is that I gotta dose this under his pants he was wearing mesh shorts
0: <laughs> we didn't need that bit of information well I'm like now, why did, why like, did he feel like he had to run away why didn't he just say I'm not interested anymore and calmly leave
1: maybe he was scared for his life I don't know maybe she was she had something going on down there underneath I don't know he he doesn't remember every detail but he sure remember the good ones
6: Do you have an apartment I mean, number. You can text me.
1: <laughs> There's already
0: Dad, enough information, I was just going to say. We could find her? Oh, I get a fitness model,
1: mid to yeah, late 40s, apartment just, just so behind you know, it. Uncle
5: Bill. Every, just so you know, everyone's a fitness model, <laughs> all right? It's not like, oh, she's the no, one in Sports had, Illustrated he like, that year.
1: You had, like, double D tatas, like, huge fake tots. I mean, it was, she was a weird-looking chick. I mean, not, like, totally beat, but her face was busted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> If I, I
3: feel like that's offensive. Code, Condemn I'd that statement.
1: A, if I were to give her an area code, I'd say she's like a 317.
3: 317. I don't know what that What's that
0: mean? Oh, you,
1: don't know, you guys no. don't do the area code scale then? No. What does that mean? Oh, the first number is the face, one through nine. So she has a three face. The okay. second number is one, you do her, two, you wouldn't. So she's a one. And the third number is the body, one through nine. So if she's a, if she's St. Louis, if you hooked up with St. Louis, you had a rough night. Because you didn't get a great face or a great body. Mm. So she's like a 317, which is kind of Indiana. I think that's Indianapolis. In Doug, the area, is that so. Indianapolis? I don't know. Jake Query's
3: phone
4: number starts with a 317. Not to mention her hot body that looks hot in a bikini. Mm.
1: Yes, I think it probably does, boys. I think it probably does. Cut that off. So he probably <laughs> hurt
0: her feelings when she came back and he was gone.
1: Oh, I don't think she's got any feelings left to hurt. I don't think this is her first rodeo with Whole Purple. I don't think it was the old but. purple.
3: The name was Prince's name,
1: <laughs> and this fellow was a lawyer too. Yeah, he's he's a he's a litigation attorney out of Indianapolis. Yep. Well,
3: That's if she had if she if she has if she has a strap on nigh in the apartment, then don't you think that means she participates in lesbianic activity?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But she's also got a bang carpet. She's got a carpet when you walk in, and she made a dude pet and then banged him on it. That's rough.
3: A bang carpet.
1: <laughs> maybe she had just gotten
0: a carpeting, and she was impressed with the, with the pile. No,
1: he said it was an oval-shaped rug that was, like, super soft, and she slammed him down on it and went to town on him.
3: Wow. And, yeah. and, he, didn't, and, he, didn't, and he didn't last very long.
1: He said he didn't last long at all. Mm.
3: And then, Doug, her <laughs> well, we response was, that's, that's fine. Very, just I let me go get I my don't strap on. I know where
1: he finished, but he didn't last long at all.
3: Now maybe he can call in and tell us. Mm. Maybe just a text. <laughs> tucker
1: uh, we
7: enjoy
3: your phone calls don't be a stranger uh you're really becoming popular with the audience i can tell you
1: well i like to hear that i don't get a lot of time to listen every day anymore but i still like to call in when i do
3: thank you thank you tucker all right thank you right, Tuxi. Guys, have a good one there he is tucker doug uh, old purple
1: who
7: is good this morning. who is
3: this uh jennings i don't know how well you know him his name is bruce and he's on the appliance discounter phone lines yes bruce
7: morning morning guys how you doing
3: are you in new york bruce
7: I am not in New York. I'm visiting my sister and brother-in-law in Washington, D.C., so I drove down here the other day, but I can always count on you for Captain and teal talk on Friday morning. Yeah, no, it's kind off. of
3: our bailiwick. How long of a drive? I'm going to guess that drive is three and a half hours.
7: Well, it's about three, three and a half. We did it without any traffic, so we hit the under. So it was like 310, I think, this time. Nothing crazy.
3: Very nice. Now, so is it you, man, what, what is your man, gentleman man, lover's yeah. name? What is your the gentleman? And you guys have Jacob. Jacob. Is, Jacob, is he with you in Washington? And,
7: He was meeting us here this afternoon. He had to work through the week, um, but he's coming down this afternoon, so he's flying into, um, oh gosh, the airport, Reagan International? He's flying into Reagan. That's right. So we're going to go pick him up this afternoon or have him take an Uber or something. Do you guys hesitate to fly
3: into Reagan International? Is that something that you, ah, we'd rather fly into Dulles just because of the...
7: Oh, I don't I don't really care what he does. Good for you. I, I think that's the
3: I think that's the right thing to do. I feel like in a polarized time like this, some people might say, No, I'm not flying into Reagan. I'm gonna go
7: oh, do Oh my gosh. Reagan <laughs> my, my father thinks Reagan is a god, so I have no uh no room to talk about the former president. That's for sure. Number forty, right? I think oh no, thirty nine. Reagan is thirty nine Jay
3: was he thirty nine uh, or was he forty? Thirty
7: nine. Thirty nine. He's, thir- he's thirty nine and no, no, no. He's forty. Is he? He's forty. HW was forty one. Clinton forty two. Okay. W forty three, Obama forty four, and this guy is forty five.
3: That's right. Now I noticed you said this guy. Was that a coincidence?
7: Um, no, it wasn't. I'm okay. not one of those. I'm not one of those haters. But I just like. I think it's kind of a joke. I don't. I'm not a doom and gloom guy. I like to. I uh, like to think that everything's going to be just fine, and I hope that's that way with the Blues guys. Oh my God! I, I've been wearing Blues gear around New York City, and I've got my Blues sweater down here for the game tomorrow, the Winter Classic one that my dad sent me. But, oh, my God, that other night scared the P. Wadden's out of me.
3: What was the word uh, uh, you used? The,
7: I don't know if you scared the P. Wadden's out of me. Is that a um, New York term? Like is the, that the, something
3: we don't get in flyover country?
7: I mean, unless New York is in Clayton, where I grew up. That's mom, where you
3: got it. P. Wadden's, Jennings? Say, Have you heard this? No. You're a Ladue guy. Maybe it's a maybe central it's a Clayton thing. Yeah.
7: I did I did go to Missouri. yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a journalism school thing. I don't know. What year did you graduate from Missouri? 2004.
3: 2004, all right. So uh, you got me by five years.
7: I'm 35, yeah.
3: Right, 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 right. So what are you doing in Washington this weekend? Just visiting?
7: Yeah, just visiting my uh, sister and my brother-in-law. They've got my uh, two nephews and my niece down here, and just hanging out for the weekend. Nothing crazy, for real. And you guys had, the other day, you were making fun of Mike Francesa, which I love. Yes. But Boomer and Carton were roasting him, just roasting him for something he did about Who is the guy? Oh, poor He is past his prime. I will tell you that. He's past his prime. How old is he? Because
3: I I don't think he's that old to just kind of be like, maybe he he just doesn't
7: doesn't care. care. Yeah, I don't think he cares all that much. Right. And and listen, I got to be honest, there's not a whole lot of Queens. Uh, that listen to Mike Francesa. So the circles I Put run, in, I talk about them a lot. Not a whole lot of queens
3: but, who listen to Mike Francesa.
7: Isn't isn't that a, isn't that? A, is, can you
3: can, like if I if I said there aren't a whole lot of queens who listen to Mike Francesa? As a hetero man, would that be offensive to you? Or because no. because you're for because, the gays, you can say yeah. it. Is that how the way I'm trying to understand?
7: Well, my problem is I don't get offended by anything, which Jacob tells me is a real uh, real detriment to my personal life. But.
3: So de- Jacob gets offended by things.
7: I mean, more than I do. He comes from the Northwest. He grew up in Seattle.
3: Yeah, they're very politically correct there, aren't they?
7: They are. And and I grew up in a Republican family, as I said, in Clayton, with a lot of, you know, upper-class people. I don't really care. I mean, I I honestly, I don't get offended by almost anything. I'll be honest with you. Here,
2: here. Good for you. I like to have fun with
7: stuff. I like to, like, joke around about everything, and sometimes... I don't do it in the right company, and, Tim, I think you can relate. I, you probably have to address things you say on the air from time to time, and I'm sure it's not the most pleasant thing, you know.
3: Yeah, you just kind of get used to, you know, what the rules are. Like, somehow I don't say the F word when I'm on the air, but we go to commercial break, and
7: it's F this and F that and F this, and look at
3: the Plowhawk FM, and that's what I do. But when I'm on <laughs> yeah, the air, this is this phony personality where I don't use the F word, and I don't know what's going well, on with me.
7: Well, I don't know why the F word became a bad word. I've always been curious about how bad words were bad words.
3: I agree with you 100%
7: on it. Why did they become bad words? What makes them bad? The F word is so expressionary. It's a great word to use for just about anything. Yet we can't say it on the air. We have to protect our children from hearing it. And I'm like, Beaumont and Prescott are going to hear that word because I say it 700
3: times. Now, hold on a second. uh, Beaumont was a high school... And he was also Hugh Beaumont from uh...
7: No oh, those, Leave yeah, It to Beaver. Ward Cleaver. Beaumont and Prescott are the twins.
3: Ah, uh, I had no. Why did Why did you guys choose those names?
7: Well, they're named after
3: our mother's maiden names. How about that? How nice. wonderful is that? Any relation to really... Hugh Beaumont, who played Ward Cleaver on Leave It to Beaver? Any relationship, distant or otherwise?
7: <laughs> no, I've never I've never been related to Leave it, Leave It to Beaver. Although when I was a little kid. Um, my uncle did call me Eddie Haskell when we come over for dinner. So <laughs> Ken Osmond.
2: There's, there's, there's
7: a reference for you. That's
5: not a compliment, do you think?
7: Frank Bank. No, I think it is. Okay. I'm a ham. I don't care. All Whatever. Right. Clip that off. Good
5: Lord. Well, I wanted to ask, where do you live in
6: New York? What area?
7: Upper West Side.
3: Have
6: you ever now, isn't been? isn't
7: that kind of like the more, I, when I was
3: looking at moving to New York, I was told moving to the Upper West Side, at the time, now I know th- the neighborhoods change quickly, but now this was 2007. The, yeah. the, the, no, upper west, the Upper West Side was kind of like moving to Fenton in St. Louis mm. without well, the Cracker like Barrel.
7: I guess without the Chrysler plant, but it's like, <laughs> it's a little more, I call it suburban. There's like good schools. Um, we moved there, gosh, back in like November, I guess. Uh, but we were down in Chelsea before, but that's not as good of a place to raise kids. So we're up on the Upper West Side. It's it's nice. I mean, it, you get a little more space. Um it, it's good it's fine i, yep. I don't love it but it, it's it's something manageable i think honest to god i know this sounds really horrible because i'm supposed to be this new york manhattan guy now we'll pro- I mean at some point we'll probably move out to westchester county i don't and
3: you feel and i feel I like, like you're ashamed of that
7: no i'm just a suburb i'm you know at the core of it i want to be in the suburbs with my kids i want them to
2: it's nice know, out they there to play
7: soccer like go to soccer and you know, bring coffee in a mug on Saturday morning or something and just be normal. Sounds yeah. nice. If they grow up on yeah. the Upper West Side, like, I feel like they have to go to Tufts University or something. And it's just kind of – Now, what is Tufts
3: University? I think Tufts and I think of like the little thing Keisha Gray has right above. But what oh, is Tufts University?
7: Uh, no, it's just some snooty oh. liberal arts college. Oh, and I, that's just not my thing. I, you know, I went to a big state school. I rooted for their team. Were, were you in a frat yeah, at Missouri? Well, Ooh. No, I wasn't. I uh, the journalism school is a little too stringent for that.
6: Have you ever been to uh, Joanne's Trotteria?
7: I've not. You, I think you asked me this before. I don't think I haven't been there. No,
3: what is that, Iggy? It,
7: it feels a little. It's Lady Gaga's like uncle's restaurant, if I'm correct. It's her. But, <laughs> it's her parents'
5: <laughs> restaurant. Very oh, surprising. Surprising, there. he'd mention that.
6: <laughs> no, I just need a. I need a bottle of wine from a restaurant that you can only get it there. It's the Lady Gaga wine, and you can only get it when you go in there. And I was. I need somebody to get me a bottle.
7: Hint, hint. Yeah, sure. Next time I'm in St. Louis, Eggs, I'll stop by the studio and get you a bottle.
3: Very nice. How long have you and Jacob been together?
7: Um, since, Well, we, we kind of were on and off for a little bit in the mid-2000s, but officially since 2008.
3: What went wrong in the mid-2000s? Be honest
7: with me. Nothing really went wrong. He was living in L.A., and I was all over the world. I was in Florida and then Australia, um, but we've been together officially since 08, and wow. we've been apart even times since then, but it's been much more stable in the with the boys i mean yeah obviously
3: and how long have you had B- beaumont and prescott
7: uh they were born in december we got them january 19th one month
3: old oh so they, so it, th- yeah, they yeah, were born they're newborns they're oh wow, wow wow i guess i feel like I, you told me that
7: yeah so so no they're newborns but the good thing is is with all of the frequent flyer miles and everything i've got i've been able to bring my mom up to new york and sometimes dad too like maybe twice a month to help so we're kind of in the honeymoon stage still because they're helping out quite a bit, but I am uh, learning on the fly. And then we're, we're hiring a nanny starting in the summer once they're going to have to stop coming up so
3: much. Man, I'm telling you, you living in New York work, City and hiring a nanny, you must be balling so hard. Or Jacob. I don't
7: know about that, but it's kind of a necessity. We don't have the time. I mean, it isn't like you can just drop them off at kinder care. I mean, there's nowhere to go.
2: Right. So
7: when when I have a party that I have to do out on Long Island, I mean, it's a whole night thing. I'm not going to get home till 1 in the morning. I right. can't just... Have them at the daycare where the strippers' kids are going. You know that's not.
3: Is that where the strippers take their kids? Is the daycare?
7: Well, they have like all night daycares, especially even like Queens. You see them all over the place.
2: Yeah, right. so it's like
7: twenty four hour daycares, and I'm only assuming it's for like strippers and stuff like that because I don't know who else would take them there. Even I, uh... if you worked at night shift, I think you'd want like a better place raising your kids i don't know i've I never been to a strip Euro bar in queens, queens.
3: anybody to a strip bar in queens i would imagine that would be maybe a nice 30 for 30 yeah they're
7: by the they're mostly by the airport LaGuardia? i don't think
3: they're anything to call home about yeah no, no i've done some manhattan stag bars but i uh, haven't haven't said you, you know go. what let's head on over to queens and see what's doing <laughs> i haven't no, done I that yet Probably wouldn't do that if all right on I, the island. I don't know if that, i don't know if they'd uh, be an irish in guys St.
7: Louis before i go anything crazy going on there
3: uh, let's see what we got. Uh, there's a front page of the Post-Dispatch with Carlos Martinez's dreadlocks that says dreaded I defeat. It almost seems like they're trying to get a response. But it looks like... Oh, it, the it police might... chief uh, stepped down. Yeah, he retired on the first day of leiter Cruz's administration. Oh. It's probably a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> jinx, Jake, coke. But uh, no, I think we might see some Blues and Predators hockey, and the Blues would have home ice, uh, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. Blues would have yeah. home ice. I'm eyes. Just hoping they
7: get to the finals and play, like, the Caps or the Rangers, or the Bruins, or somebody.
3: You could be our official Stanley Cup correspondent.
7: That would be fun. That would be like great if they play
3: one of those East Coast teams.
7: All right, well, you guys, I'm going to run, bring the donuts back into the kids, but you guys have a great weekend, and
2: we'll talk to you. Thanks, to Bruce.
3: Brother. There he is. I'm telling you, Bruce, I think, might be the most popular caller into the show.
7: Who
2: is Good this? Morning.
3: Who is this? Doug, you know Tucker, don't you? The audience Tucker loves, Carlson. The audience loves Tucker, and here he is oh. on the appliance discounter phone lines. Good morning, Tucker.
1: Hey, boys, how we doing today?
3: Oh, fine. Tuxie. how are you?
1: I'm good. I had, like, a weird question for you. Oh, so man. I was, like, driving when I was on the road the other day, and you get the serious satellite in your car, you know? Sure. And, like, I was listening to Ryan Rossillo's show, and his producer is, like, from St. Louis, all right?
3: Michelle so Smallman. She used to be Michelle
1: at 101. Smallman, yeah. And his girlfriend is one of the old Fox Sports girls. I don't know if many people know that. Nope. Doug, that's did you know that? I, I don't know any of these That's a true story as well. Do you remember those broads? They were kind of cute. Don't say broads. Cat like, knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like yeah.
5: They were nice uh, nice ladies.
1: Yeah. He, so he's dating Kayla. Well, he just went on like a, a little bit of a, a thing about St. Louis, man. and said, that we claim we invented everything in the world. And Who
3: said this? Rossillo
1: Rosillo, oh. yeah. And he was referencing ice cream cones, like hot dogs. Toasted ravioli, saying we think that we invented all these things, and I don't know. Do you guys have that perception? That St. Louis didn't think they invented everything?
0: Well, they think they invented those things because I, I guess they first appeared at the 1904 World's Fair. The hot dog everything and the, ice at the
1: World's Fair, man.
0: Well, that's not everything. Like, that's a couple of was, things.
1: They were, were like baboons with nipple clamps and Indians at the World's Fair. They're They're fair true.
0: Fair okay, well, they we invented that too. Then <laughs> super
1: crazy. Yeah, we keep piggybacking off something that happened, like. 280 years ago.
0: No, it would be 113. that eh, matter I opinion. Get
1: I get it, Doug. I'm using it for exaggeration. Uh, that's uh, called a
0: hyperbole. Okay. Make,
1: yeah, hyperbole.
0: So you're kind of down on the World's Fair.
1: It's not just the World's Fair. I don't want to get, like, a reputation of, like, thinking that we're so cool and we're just this little, like, Midwestern city trying to mind our own business. And you've got these, these guys on the East Coast thinking that we think we invented everything. Yeah, I think, I think we have a just,
5: better reputation for uh, crime, so. Oh, that's for you know
0: what else we invented? Twitter. We invented Twitter.
1: Well, a guy from here, and then he bolted to the West Coast. Well, but he was from
0: here when he invented it.
1: Yeah, that this is a dude that used to sit and watch trains at the Webster Groves train station all morning. Well, whatever he did, he still invented Twitter. <laughs> Got there and looked for freaking train patterns. That was this dude's idea of a good time. He must have been a real winner.
0: Okay, don't you take Twitter away from him.
1: I'm not taking Twitter away from any from Jack. I'm taking it away from St. Louis because he was in Silicon Valley when he invented it. I don't the know. Offices is in San Francisco.
0: Well, he was a St. Louisan,
1: though. He's like supermodels and stuff. He doesn't have – what do you think he's – he's back here going to the high point on a Friday night?
0: <laughs> Very likely he is, having yes. dinner
1: at the Cheshire Inn. Why wouldn't he? he is. Well,
5: I'm you have to give us credit for what we did. Are Tucker, we, what, are you, what are you proud of about St. Louis? Great question.
1: That is a good question, man. I should have started with that. It's not yeah. that great a question. You know, I'm just... proud of the the parking at the Brentwood Promenade. How they built, how they engineered a parking lot where two anchor stores back into each other, so that even when you're far away from one, you're close to the other, and you have nowhere to park. I'm proud of that.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> Did we invent having two outlet malls ten feet from each other? Yes, <laughs> yes,
2: we
0: have that in uh, in Chesterfield.
3: I like
1: that. Oh, that's a great invention. That's just.
3: Hey, anything down there. Hey, on. Tucker, uh, you, you really are kind of our, we're living vicariously through you because it seems like you've had numerous uh, dalliances with uh, some lesbians over the last few months. Has Have you had any oh, yeah. lesbianism in your life over the last uh, month or so?
1: Not a ton. I had a, a lesbian friend get married the other day.
3: Did you go uh, to the wedding?
1: co worker. I did go to the wedding. Uh, it was good. It was cool. A lot
3: of half lesbians there?
1: they actually, I got to be honest with you, like the, the chicks that got married are. Are what you'd call lipstickers for sure. Lipstickers. I mean, they're not like the bulls. They're not like not like Rachel
0: Maddow. Living.
1: I mean, oh, well, I, no, nothing like Rachel Maddow no. or like a league of their own or anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> league of their own. <laughs> I mean, there were some. There were some like some some tight chicks there. And they, lesbians have a lot of lesbian friends. There are a lot of lesbian chicks there. But it was at that jewel box. It was nothing like crazy. It was a normal wedding. I mean, they played celebration. They played the electric slide. You know, we had a few cocktails, went out afterwards because we had our babysitter till one in the morning. Nothing like too crazy.
3: Did any of the lesbians hit on your wife for the potential less popular MFF?
1: That hasn't happened in like maybe 10 years, but it has happened. Our Napoli once. a <laughs> lesbie tried to go home with, uh, with me and the wife when we lived in this like condo over by the Cheshire there. This gal tried to get home with her and uh, she's not into it, man. She's just not into it. Really? Uh, we're kind of... Kind of square, man. I told you we live in like this house in Le now, and she thinks it's just you know taking the kids to soccer and things such as aren't not she's not into that stuff. No.
2: Man. Well,
1: I mean, I was gonna
0: do it, You got sure. you got in the fact that you live in a house in Le didn't you?
1: If she, I'm always going to talk get into that, man. I'll tell you what, because growing up, growing up over in St. Charles. I feel like I've made it big time now. i gotta, I got to be real uh, braggadocia about that stuff. Real, well, where, you where should, you should be Duke? proud,
5: and the fact that you call into this radio show make you uh, one of the special ones.
1: you got a big
0: mansion now somewhere by uh, no, St. Louis course, Country no, Club?
1: My theory, you buy the, the cheapest house in the best neighborhood, right? And right. And your kids still get to go to the schools. You get to feel like a piece of human garbage. Sure. When you go to the, like their school events and whatnot, right. and they right. say, you're asking people what they do, and they're like, you know, I run Cecil Nicholas. You know, I'm, I am play for the Rams or I play for the Blues. And right. you're like, ah, oh, cool. All right, man. I go on trips and read insurance law in Tampa, Florida, and <laughs> sit there in my hotel at an embassy suite, eating something I got from the little food pantry down there and taking advantage of the free 6 o'clock happy hour. That's my life. Yeah. All right, man.
0: But you got the house in Ladue.
1: Well, that's all that matters, right? My yep. kids are still going to get the same education as those dingleberries that their dads do something for a living, right?
0: That's right. You're gonna send them to Burroughs or MICDS, or that's that's well, what your neighbors are doing.
1: Burroughs, yeah, probably Burroughs. If I can afford it, I mean, yeah, that's only by that what. Time, by that time, I think I'm gonna have a little bit of coin coin, so I should. <laughs> Don't say coin coin. Uh, I like that Don't coin coin.
0: coin. coin. What, you got a big lawsuit yeah. pending or something?
1: Um, no, it's just I, I'm a hard worker. I mean, I think that i will uh, I'm gonna move up the old-fashioned way. I'm not like into connections and whatnot, man. I just pass my butt and get out there and defend these big, awesome insurance companies from fraud. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's a real glamorous living, boys. I got to tell you. Well, it sounds like you're doing pretty leave. well. No, but but I do. I'm, I'm looking to get into radio. I'm, no,
2: you know, you're not. Uh,
1: Trade your jobs. Trade <laughs> your jobs. Well, your well,
0: jobs. well you know what you awesome.
5: ought to do is you ought to buy some time, and then you can complain that uh, everyone else at the station is holding you back or you'd be a big So
1: would you buy? time with i don't even know how this stuff works <sighs> by time what do i mean you just give them a check and say let me get on the radio is that how it is
3: now yes, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Oh, so that's really true i mean i'm yeah. serious i didn't
3: know you ought to do it i'd listen to you tucker for the reels
1: what am i going to talk about i mean i got
3: well, i don't know we we just take phone calls and talk about the talk world's about fair soccer game talk about old near lesbian encounters from from cafe napoli
1: well, there's probably still a lot of those going on. So I could go set up a microphone there on Thursday night and catch all of them three series drivers sitting there eating calamari and talking about the days when uh, they went to their Catholic high schools. Is that right? Yeah. Doug is
3: how it goes on. I, yeah. That's probably. a, a shot at St. Louis' social behavior for the last hundred years.
1: I, listen, I, for
3: real, you need to you need to you do you do need to do a radio program. I, I'm dead serious, I would listen. Maybe you and the plowhawk I, and Aggie, you could run point.
1: You guys take Venmo? Doug? No. Why would I take
3: that? What is it? Well, <laughs> I,
1: could just pay you, I could just pay you like that. And then that way I could just like jump on the air and not have to worry about the checks. And who writes checks in 2017? I do. You, Venmo, bro. Venmo. I know
0: Venmo. I hardly right, ever do.
1: I'm at work now. I probably should go in and get something done today, right? Okay.
0: Sorry to bother you.
3: Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye, Thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right. You too. Thanks all, you. right all right, Tuxie.
3: There he is, Doug.
7: Who is good this? Morning. Who is this?
3: <laughs> Doug, this is Bruce on the Appliances oh. Counter phone line.
7: Hello, Bruce. Hello, Good Bruce. morning, guys. How are you doing?
3: How are things in New York? Are you on Long Island today? Or are you in the center of it all, the Rome of the 21st century, Manhattan?
7: If, if you if you call downtown Pittsburgh the center of it all, then that's where I am.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Doug, and is it ever?
7: I got to go to the Cardinals-Mets game the other day, and I took the boys, and or cardinal stuff, and it's so funny. There, there were quite a bit of Cards fans there. I in, saw
3: that on the Fox Sports in, Midwest broadcast.
7: Yeah, it was. It was strange. There were there were quite a bit, and I don't know where that comes from. I think they're almost like one of those national teams at this point. Because, and you know who? This is so weird, but you know who I think has had an influence on, especially with the Queens in New York, Andy, Andy Cohen. Cohen. Yes, because because. There are, I, I know people in the gay community and I was at the game Waka pitched. So Andy I mean, Cohen
3: really likes that Michael Waka, doesn't he, Bruce?
7: Well he he named his dog after him and apparently they met they were able to meet and sit down and talk or he was able to meet the dog or something this week from what that's what I was hearing. So that's kinda cool. But it it was amazing how many Cardinals hats I saw in you know, in City Field on in Queens. It's not a place you'd expect to see a lot of St. Louis, but there were alas. So kind of cool and i talked to one family who had gone through pittsburgh seen him on the weekend and then came to new york so that was kind of cool i mean i was i was happy about it i'm gonna keep going back i we don't play him again there this year but that'll be fun to uh keep i'm gonna keep that tradition alive and keep bringing the twins and take a different picture of them every year so that they have it in their rooms
3: you ever meet andy cohen
7: i have yeah i met him um I've met him twice, actually. We haven't spent a lot of time together, but I told him I was from St. Louis. We talked about that for 10 minutes or so, and then just uh, spent the next, like, 10 minutes talking about his appearances on Stern. So that's... Uh, yeah, on, that's on Stern, funny. the last
3: time on he was on Stern, Doug and I, and you brought this up when we were over at the, the coffee machine this morning, Andy know. Cohen said he was a power top. Kind of surprised by that. Yes,
7: he did, and he he's also the top gay, so... Top gay? Gets, um, what does that mean? Right, he replaced
3: there. you in 2016. What, is, what does
7: that mean, top gay? Well, he's... The, King of Gays, is the way that he puts it when he goes on Stern, and you almost have to think he's right. He's pretty well known now. Um, who's the Who's in your Mount
3: Rushmore know. of Gays? The Mount Rushmore of Gays. Oh, Andy wow. Cohen's the George Washington. Is Anderson and Cooper great, in there yeah. because him and Anderson Cooper travel around and they tell gay stories? It's a bunch of yeah. Anderson
7: Cooper would definitely be in there. I think he he does such a he has like a great voice. And he just does like a real professional job. Um, I'm getting It me a little that he said that he didn't <laughs> vote in the election, but I'll, I'll give him. That's okay. I'll let him. I'll let him pass on yeah, that one. I wouldn't believe that either. Um, <laughs> Anderson Cooper. Um, oh God, Ellen, you were really testing me this morning. Yeah. Okay, no, can, I, can I say Michael Sam? Just because I went to Mizzou. I sure. I'll do that. What you graduate even from, even from Mizzou,
3: far. Bruce? I feel like I've he's asked you this above. before, to, but I. Yeah,
7: two thousand four. I was way before him. But
6: well, he's a New York guy. How about Johnny Weir? Johnny Weir.
7: Um, no, no. That, oh, it doesn't sound like you like Johnny Weir. Is that because he's no, a power bottom? Oh, it's a freaking act. That's why.
6: Really, Iggy? Do you take offense to that? Because I know you're close with. No, him. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gay. And no, it's, and it's Bruce would know if he's act. being an act.
7: I mean, he's oh, he's it's, it's all he's crazy.
6: over the top and he's very flamboyant. But but, I, but
7: you know what? I don't fault him for that because it's gotten him on NBC. He was he's what kind of like guy who's not even like a gold medalist gets on NBC, and then has big ratings with Tara Lipinski, even though he's fake. I mean, he's putting on an act, but that act works for, you know, the people that want to perceive all gays like that. I mean, I don't I, – to the best of all, I know he might be able to go out and talk about the Giants' defensive line. I don't know. But to me, it's an act.
2: That's just, well, I'm that's straight just my and I would it. Right. I'm just
7: so beyond honored that I've got a date with you coming up. That is, that's, that's adorable. Thank you. Yeah,
3: that was uh, Johnny, but, that was Johnny Weir and Iggy who were fast friends.
7: And then if I'm going to finalize Mount Rushmore, nice. I'm just going to say share just because all gay guys are supposed to love her, even though she's not gay. So
3: you can be on the Mount but, Rushmore of gays, but not be gay.
7: Well, she. I mean, listen, she's got a trans son. She was married to a guy, last name Bono. I, I think that's
3: what that's what does down. it. Steve Bono, Doug had a run with the Rams. It was at ninety. Steve Bono
7: and, and the chief, he was the Chiefs quarterback. He was the Chiefs right? quarterback
3: as well, wasn't he, Doug? Yeah,
2: I think 49ers? He yeah, he was mm-hmm. yeah. good he signal call. Of, so he might be on the Mount Rushmore.
7: Not, I think he was. I think he was Steve Young's backup at one point, if I'm correct. Doug, I was he Steve Young's backup? I, I think he
3: was. No, like I don't maybe remember. when they played the Chargers. I don't remember.
0: He's Se- a kind of a. Kind of a nondescript quarterback from here. Wow. To eight past, five five two eight two eight past two, past eight, two five
7: five. Uh, who peed in your coffee this morning? Uh, well, I'm just trying, <laughs> to, trying, to, trying to get a
0: job at FS1 as a <laughs> sports guy who yells a lot. They get paid <laughs> like $5 million a year, so I'm changing my act. Yeah,
7: Bill, let's have you debate Jason Whitlock at 2 in the afternoon and see how that goes. Yeah. Doug, you want to do that? Sure, if it pays $5 million. <laughs> it's funny that all those guys are just the same thing now. You could watch that station from the morning to the night, which I've done. I'm a masochist, I suppose. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. People screaming at each other about Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I can't. I just can't anymore. I want to hear actual sports talk. Or I I want to hear nitwit stuff. I don't want the the constant melodrama that the the nation has turned to instead of sports. It's disgusting. Yep, that's right. Hey, Hey,
0: Bruce, I
6: looked it up. You're absolutely right. Nineteen ninety five, Steve Bono was a pro bowler, thirteen and three record. He threw for over three thousand yards, yep. twenty-one touchdowns, ten picks. He was the AFC player of the
3: year. Doug, we're all the Steve Bono
6: well, Doug, haters
7: now. Well, done. Well, well, Doug calling him a little just a fringe
1: quarterback. That is the comment of the yeah, day. Yeah, He
0: had a year. <laughs> he had <laughs> a year <laughs> or
1: two.
7: Come on, he wasn't that good,
1: hon. Yeah. <laughs>
7: Better, better than someone like Jamarcus Russell, who was the number one pick.
3: Well, that's true. Yeah, he's a lot better
0: than. All him.
7: right.
3: See the Rams bringing him back. Yeah.
7: Well,
3: well he, Bruce, we'd love right to right have you he in. So, you, so you and Jacob are coming gone. in around Thanksgiving.
7: We'll definitely be there for Thanksgiving. I'm sure there'll be a weekend in between then that I'm in town, but I never know. It's like right now, I'm doing this thing at the Warhol Museum tonight, and I've got then to go back to New York, and I'll be there for two weeks, and then I'm gone again. So it's it's chaotic. It's so stupid, but. You stay safe there with all the chaos in the St. Louis media. It sounds really dangerous, so I want you to be careful. And I'll uh, keep listening whenever I have a moment. But have a great day, and uh, praise Steve Bono. Praise Steve Bono. There it, it is. It's uh,
3: Bruce. Bruce right, from uh, you, Bruce. Uh, in New York, but in Pittsburgh today. He wanted to see the Brewers play.
7: Who
2: is
0: Good
3: this? Morning. Who is this? Doug, uh, this is uh, Tucker. Tucker Barnhart, there backup catcher
0: Hello. for the Reds. Hello, Tuxie. What's up, guys? How we doing? Oh, we're okay. What up, talk? Glad you called and changed the subject.
2: I
1: don't think he's changing well, the subject. <laughs> Hold on. Can I talk about the subject real quick first? Okay. Doug, real, yeah. uh,
0: real quick, but don't say nest.
1: Like, a few months ago, I clipped my sack with... You're not changing the subject at all. Like an electric razor, I clipped it, and holy... Moly, there right. was some blood yeah uh, it'll, like, it'll
6: bleed for a while if you click it don't use the electric razor down there
1: no. oh man dude it like it was like that vein that's in your lip you know when dudes movies <laughs> don't, get don't punch, say vein it, and just, don't just say nest blood. well yeah there's a lot of veins in there if you know what i'm saying but uh. but it, i clipped it right be, right below the shaft <laughs> in between there and it, it gushed <laughs> open like those gushers you ate back oh, in like the mid-90s stop. nice setting oh, yeah. for brevia brevia stop. A clean it. It was it was a wild. Luckily, I don't got a lot of hair down there. So anyway, so at least it wasn't like hairy blood and stuff. Oh, I'm like, like so the sousaes
0: pretty... will get turned around.
1: <laughs> my wife was like really grossed out. She's like, you got to if you're gonna do that, like go out in the wild. I'm like, you want me to like go out in the woods and shave my sack off? No, that ain't gonna happen.
3: You your your wife sits there and watches you shave your scrotum, bro.
1: No, she was actually in bed and she's like, she heard the clippers running and. <laughs> I, like, walked out of the room, and I had just clipped the nut sack, and I'm like, like I need a paper towel or something, because I'm not going to put a Band-Aid on that thing. So, so
2: like,
1: I had to run into the kitchen. and The kids were already in bed, thank God. Uh, They don't even see their dad in that condition. But, like... When I ran out there to get the paper towel uh, and let me saw send, it, I'll like, just send him she message. was horrified, man. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't she wouldn't do Bone City for like a week.
2: Okay. And
1: I, it was probably a good um, idea because if I had like it might have looked like I earned my one? red wings <laughs> or something, you know.
0: Mm-mm. You said you were only
1: you got to stay on the subject briefly. <laughs> you wanted into excruciating a detail. But I told you i changed the topic after I got one one point in. Right. It
3: okay. In. Okay, there it is. The point's been made. How do you feel about I producer Joe's landing strip, Tucker?
1: it's effed up
2: yeah yeah
1: Yeah, i mean like what dude does that (laughs) i mean that's like that's like the stuff you used to see in like when you uh landing strips to me are like the way i relate to them is like back in the 90s when you used to try to catch like the scrambled uh pay-per-view stuff right like the chicks in those used to have like a really like heavy consistency landing strip <laughs> right after like the Bush era went out. <laughs> oh. and I don't mean like George H.W., Yeah,
3: ninety two. No, those retros 92. we don't call them landing 92. strips. Those are like putting greens. They were a little bit yeah, thicker, were, yeah. And no, longer they were
1: like those little putting greens that an yeah. executive would have in his office, like where the ball, like. Yeah, Gordon Gecko there,
3: had one of those, I think, Doug.
1: Gordon Gecko, yeah, and it and it rolled back down to you. Right. that's like what they had back then. So I don't know like the consistency of producer Joe's hair or whatever. No, you shouldn't throw, you
0: shouldn't have any knowledge man. of it.
1: Well, whatever it is, it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I would ever do that. I, I kinda give it like the old uh give know, it the old flat top trim. Okay. But like um, I'm not gonna be doing I'm, i yeah, might know, it, so I might just go, let it I might just go let it go full tonight. Amazon um, down there after my incident last week, man. I'll tell you. I might let it just go go full on like seventies afro. You do you know? think
3: your wife will be fine with that? It, 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 Paul Hawk calls it a nest.
1: I mean, she hadn't gone.
2: That no, was I mean, iggy. I don't know.
1: I don't know if she'd be fine with it or not, so it was, but is it is one. what it is. I mean, all, we can talk about it, but we don't need to talk not,
0: about anything.
1: I'm not going to go up to like what's it called, the perfect shave or something at the the mall, or go to one of those places <laughs> and have them trim my like shrubs. Oh, no, they happen. won't do that so, for you. So I mean, like one way or another, someone's gonna have to feel for it. Right. I don't know. That's just how I feel. But yeah, okay,
0: thanks. <laughs> I like following that four
1: spot,
3: <laughs> Tucker. What else did you have to discuss? I know you've been pursuing lesbianism. I think we're good. I think no, he pursues lesbianism and he goes to El Pizza. Uh,
1: no, well they closed, bro.
3: Oh, Doug, they closed. What happened, bro? Well,
1: they're changing names or something. I don't know. But if you look around town, I don't know where they go now. Like. It feels like every time you get a good, like, lesbian community, it gets pushed out. Man. What is that it's about? Like, and I don't know.
3: But I would I assume the so Grove. Much, isn't that the hotbed of lesbianism?
1: You know, I think it's, like, going away, man. I, like, really? Because there's so many there's so many straight joints down there now. Like, huh. I got bros that hang out at that that beer hall all the time. Is it Urban Chestnut that's down there? Clowhawk,
3: that's where you met the love of your life, right? Oh, she's great, yeah.
7: <laughs> sorry Man, that's awkward
1: something's awkward there was
7: it a dude or something no what no it's my current girlfriend tux
1: oh you just don't you don't bring that up i get it it's like you got to have your private moments i understand yeah i got a lot of private i get private moments well
3: you told us this guys. on the air yesterday yeah, i know,
1: I know. <laughs> what's going on I, I don't know i've lost this uh, is yes guys you better look into the you better have that one dude Who digs into your archives? Look into this, Buck Swope. Figure, Buck Swope. Figure the dude Don Cheadle from uh, Boogie Nights. Feel what's going on or something, man. (laughs) This is this is sketch city. I'm a little little disturbed, but anyway, I I I I, sometimes I like to give you the examples of the reach of your guys' show. Okay, and I had like a really funny one that was a little bit awkward, but you know, obviously Tucker is a nickname, uh, and I go by it with a lot of friends, but like. For my career, I obviously have a real name that I use, and my father-in-law has a pretty big-time job here in St. Louis. Uh, I'm not going to get too elaborate, but we have initials. Like, got...
2: we, mm, we have... No,
1: you can't. Right. But you got again. Buck Swope would figure it out in three seconds, so I'm not going to let that happen. Mm. But we're at his house. A few, I don't know. This is like two, weeks, two or three weeks ago, and he goes, "You call into a like 590 sports talk show." And I'm like, ah. I call in from time to time. Yeah, I, I guess. Yes. He's like, well, he goes. One of my uh, one of my employees listens to that show, and somehow put the two and two together and said you were talking about some pretty vile things. And I'm like, I don't think I'm Maybe. talking about anything too vile. Mm, well. And he mentioned uh, he mentioned this one about a uh, like a purple Angels vibrator. I was like, seventy nine and a half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little it was a little bit awkward, but like. He goes. He goes. Well, I want to start listening to this show. If you're calling in, he's like, I want to hear what they say. And I'm like, <laughs> I would go. So I told him. Uh, I told him that. Not. I told him not. To don't do him, it. Eighty seven. Probably half. listening like right now. Well, he should be. You guys have made it Toronto all the way up to the global world. let I mean, get like Buku. Mm, over ninety two and a half.
3: Uh, we get a text here, Tucker. that says, "Guys, Blue Sky is big on girl on girl. Have you been to Blue Sky?
1: The one like by the Galleria? Doug, is, so is it by? Bl- we don't know where it is." It's, have you ever been? Has anyone been in that place? No, I'm not it's, a lesbian. It's It ain't a, le- a Leslie bar. It's like, it's this place you walk in and you feel like you're in like the, the bottom of like a 1980s hotel. Yeah. It's a legit spot. I would recommend going, but I haven't seen many les there. A lot of enterprise dudes in white shirts and ties, they're staining their shirts with that buffalo chicken dip. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of enterprise workers hang out there. Tons of enterprise. I mean, they're like right up the street. You sure can always right spot them. Or they could just be like cheap lawyers from Clayton. It's one or the <laughs> well, other. It could be. Yeah. But, but lawyers from Clayton usually have like patterns shirts half, and really trendy like plaid jackets that they think looks it. really cool. But in reality, they're I just going to look like really all... dated when you look at pictures yeah. five years from now. Yeah,
3: that is going to look bad, isn't it, Doug? Yeah, probably. It's
1: going to look really yeah, bad. Like never goes out of style. Look at the '70s. It's going to look like the '70s. All our parents' like wedding pictures look ridiculous. they're going to look ridiculous. You like that ridiculous?
0: Yeah, I had a canary yellow leisure suit in the '70s with a brown silk shirt. That and if you still distich- had
1: it, you'd be you'd be ball city, dude. If I still had so. it. You know,
0: I'd be arrested as a pimp. Clip that off.
1: Do they still have pimps, even, or don't chicks just do it for themselves? I, I don't know. That either. <laughs> You're asking
0: a lot of questions that are are a little outside of my uh, Bailey. Wick. I think they're their own LLCs know.
1: now. Yeah, I don't even know if like pimps exist. I I know there's like chicks now that take square. And take like Venmo and stuff. So Really? I mean, yeah, it's out there, dude. Like I told I've told you before, I've got some promiscuous coworkers. Have you and wouldn't you want to solicit prostitution go, with cash? They go on... you would think you wouldn't want to have like anything tied to it. Dude. But sometimes dudes get, get like hornball and they're in their <laughs> hotel room and they might not have a a buck around <laughs> lying around. Say hornball. But like so they might they might just try to throw some cash, some C cards at the problem. But <laughs> but yeah, I would I mean if I were I've never even, like, I'm not, like, a cheater. I'm real monogamous, sure, and I are. believe in that. But, like, other people, <laughs> I'm real I, I hear stories. You're a one-girl like, man. People, oh, absolutely. I, I, that, that's actually no joke. No. I, I don't cheat. Like, I think it's disgusting. Uh, I think I it really I up you really have to people lives.
3: <laughs> How How long have you been with your wife, Tucker?
1: Oh, uh, well, we've been married for nine years and been together for 16. Wow.
3: wow. And and you've never had the urge to stray or bring another not woman into the my, bedroom for an
0: MFF? Not
1: e- well, 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 hold on. I didn't say that, but literally not even one time have I had the urge to stray, no.
0: Look no. at this guy, Doug. No strange friend. Well, I,
1: I live vicariously through my boys that talk like these crazy stories about this stuff that I'm I'm telling you right now, like Venmo's and square readers and stuff. Like, square readers have changed the game, I think, in prostitution. You might want to ask <laughs> one of your, like, porn star friends or something about yeah, it, so. shoot it. What's a square reader? What decade do you live in, bro? Like, well, to- I,
0: I'm not active in the prostitution
1: community, really. <laughs> this ain't for prostitutes. It's Jack Dorsey's like, invention. You plug it into your phone, you can swipe credit cards. Yeah, Doug, well, swear. we don't I have to a- one. I guess we know you've never been to a charity event, bro. Don't give to well, charity. I don't see a Every lot of people swiping credit cards.
0: I don't see a lot of people swiping credit cards on their phone. some. you're not your- paying sir- attention, man. I don't run in money attention. circles.
1: Good Lord. I just pay cash. I- I don't need I'm it gonna on come my credit raid your com- house and check your mattresses because there's probably bundles of cash in there. You're probably prepared for the apocalypse or something. <laughs>
3: well, maybe I am. Oh, nice! You got a lot of cash over there, bro.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars stashed in the floorboards. Yeah,
1: buddy. Yeah, buddy. Let's let's bring it out, bro. Let's take it out. <laughs> Tucker, thank you
3: for
0: the All phone right. call. Always great to hear from you. To
1: stop it! Uh, I'm gonna go run in. I'm stopped in here at Pilot Flying J or something. I gotta run in to get a roller drill, but I'll talk okay. to you. Boys. Sorry to you. you
0: All right, peace,
3: Tuxie. I don't see a lot of square readers.
0: Who is good this? Morning. Who is
3: this? Doug, this is Bruce uh, on the appliances counter phone lines. Uh, good morning, Bruce. Oh, hello, Bruce.
7: Good morning. How are you guys doing? Bruce, oh, are you in night. New York
3: City today or are you on the, on the Hamptons?
7: Uh, neither. I'm in mean, heading up towards Greenwich to take a meeting with Condé Nast.
0: Don't say take you, a meeting. Don't say to take a meeting with.
7: Well, God, that, I kind of well, like what say, it is. Just I'm say, say sorry, to have a meeting. At a hotel, I'm going to see a meeting with Condé Nast, the magazine publisher, and then I will be back in the city around 3 p.m. What's this what meeting, is the meeting about? about? Yeah, what's
0: this meeting? What do you got going?
7: Oh, they're doing a retirement party for the editor of Vanity Fair. He's, he's an interesting guy. He used to run a Spy Magazine. He ran Vanity Fair for oh. years. We're going to send him off with a cla- in a classy way, probably. But I shouldn't use the word classy because that means it's usually not.
2: So, All right. oh, that's a
7: good read. Getting ahead of myself. Tim, congrats on the boy. Thank so, you so much, Bruce. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it?
3: I have been enjoying the hell out of it. I really have. And you, yeah, have, you, yeah. you, and you and uh, Jacob have a couple of sons too, don't you?
7: Yeah, two, and they're going to be one in January. So we're. Uh, are you planning a, a party for them? them? Being the party planner, oh. you are. Oh, are you kidding me? Of course, it's going to be as gay as the day is long. But it'll be oh, fun. Have. <laughs> we'll have we'll have all our friends. I guess
3: we're doing the remote we'll, there.
7: <laughs> maybe even some Missourians will come in. We'll see.
0: What do you do to make a, a, to gay up a party?
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Lovely <laughs> drinks. I mean, you want to have a really good drink selection. Yep. That's one thing that's really important. Do you invite you any breeders, a-
3: or do you just want to make sure it's all the gays?
7: Well, we'll have. I mean, there'll be some gays there, but a lot of our friends are straight. I mean, now,
5: putting are you party married and to your partner? I can't recall. Are you married? We're not
7: married, but we don't really care. We've been together for so damn long. And you have so
5: two kids. See, my thing is, I think that's becoming more and more uh, standard where you're, maybe you're not going to get second looks. Uh, you know, uh, around where I live, no. we, we oh. see that, right? So you, you, have you have you gotten any pushback or people look at you, or is it just like any other parents?
7: Jim, I'm in New York. I don't get any pushback on anything. Good. You walk down the street, you see the weirdest stuff. So us, two, two gay dudes walking around with a, two babies in a double stroller doesn't really throw anybody off. That's kind of like a Tuesday afternoon.
5: You good. No, it's, it's, it's good but to if, hear. If
7: I were in – now, let's say I were living in, I don't know, Fallon, Missouri and doing that and going to Mid-Rivers Mall, then, yeah, I'd probably get some luck. I don't know. I, 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 I think I, I had I a grilled, grilled
3: chicken day. sandwich at Cracker Barrel off Highway K and it <laughs> seemed like oh, I was in was oh, the I middle of Studio don't, 54. Don't,
5: I just I think, think it's becoming more and more prevalent, microwaves. Don't you think it's
7: – It's definitely more – oh, you kidding me? Yeah, I mean – I have plenty of straight friends that aren't married, plenty of gay ones that aren't married that have kids, and plenty that are. I don't think it matters. I don't really care. I don't put labels on people because of that. Um, you know, whatever. Do what you want. God. How long have you and
3: Jacob been together, Bruce?
7: Oh, pretty much since college, which you're going back 15 years, 16 years. So Fair we, I mean, and we, we've we had a few like little tiffs in the early 2000s where we might have broke up for a week or two, but I'd say consistently we have not had a breakup since, 2000 and I don't know 2004. Yeah, I was gonna say so. five. You, it, it, have you ever brought another gentleman into the bedroom? Oh, no, I was curious. Oh, if you oh had an MMM. That's all. Oh, What's no. Wrong with that? no, 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 Oh, that that makes me kind of ill. Like that's not, not me. Thing. Not at all. All right. Fair and, enough. Now, Pitch out nobody. Do you do
5: you brush your own teeth, or does Jake do that?
7: If he ever brushed my teeth, I'd smack him in the face. No, no, no. Only uh, the biggest fights we've probably ever had. Are one that I'm not a gold star gay, and I've told them that. Okay, don't gold know what star gay. Don't,
0: don't know what gold put, put star. What makes someone a gold star? <laughs> it means gay. I've
7: I've been with a woman before. Wow, um, and wow, and wow. He has not. Jacob has not. So, so it's kind of in the gay community. There's just like some people think that is tainted, but mm. me again, who cares? Like I was with a girl probably in the late '90s. I think I still had frosted tips. And I was trying to fit in, and that's it. It was at a party. I mean, that's one time, and he he really had a problem with it. Well, let me let me like, let me. Like, Doug, I'm gonna do it. What are you calling it? Problem
3: with that. So so at the time, were you not out, or were you not <laughs> no, sure, no, no, or what no. was going on there? Well, no, it, it was, I mean, you said, I mean, You mentioned the frosted tips, like the frosted tips. You're like hey, in, yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a little of both. I mean, I, I I do think women are beautiful. Like I have no bones about that. But I, I kind of knew, like I. I don't know. I don't. I can't really put a finger on it. I just wasn't exposed to a lot of gay, so I didn't really know. And this girl, like, it was. We weren't really dating, but we had gone on a date or two, and we just got drunk at a party and screwed. And that was like, hmm. you know, that was it. Did, did you it enjoy it? Scary. How do you,
3: How would you How do you think she oh, enjoyed yeah, it, no, or I, you were kind of like, I oh my I god, I, I
7: can't know. get get it up? Well, What's I had going been drinking, on? Drinking like I've been drinking two dogs all night, which was probably the first sign that I was gay. But then <laughs> That's an I obscure nineties yeah, reference. I kind of enjoyed it. I mean we were we were pretty drunk. It was at a house, um I think it was like off McKnight. Like Doug, that a house back. off McKnight. I have no idea where the hole or was. Or
6: you the was. You said you were there.
0: there. I wasn't anywhere close.
7: Yeah, Doug, Doug was doing he was doing a newscast from the living room Probably oh, so remote.
0: in the nineties. Yeah, probably so.
7: But we but but it was not serious at all. No. I mean like at all. Was that the yeah. first time you'd had sex with a woman? It was, yeah. And you were, like, yeah, 23 had, at the time? Oh, no. I was uh, in high school.
3: Oh, I thought you, okay, I was, I thought we were around the same age. All right, all right, all right. No,
7: I'm, I'm, thir- I'm 36. So I was a uh, senior in high school probably. Okay. And now I've had other, like, fool around sessions and whatnot, but mm. this was the first time I, like, went all the way. And I think it wasn't that long after that. Like, I came out to my parents' freshman year, so it wasn't that long after that that I was kind of like, okay, gigs up. I'm obviously gay. I wonder if a gay um, guy can
3: last longer than a straight guy his first time because I mean, oh, know, I don't know. First time, I, I, mean, I, I mean, for again, real, like five kid, seconds is I the probably, over-under. So yeah, were yeah, you able agree to agree you're well. like, I'm not really into this, so I'm able no, to no, no, kind no, of Lexington steal I, the situation? I was, I was
7: into it more so I could, like, brag about it when I got done, I think. I, that was probably it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it's hard to go back and look at the psychology. We probably were listening to, like, LFO or something. I mean,
6: Let me ask you because I'm I'm interested in the in the New York elite um, yes. What kind of party will it be for Graydon? Will it be high class for or kind of laid back? Yeah, Grayson um, Carter.
7: It'll be very laid back, but there'll be probably, you know, there'll be some people there that, that'll blow your mind, but there'll also be a lot of really stuck up probably New York businessmen, like a lot of uh, Wall Street types and everything. He runs in a very tight circle from what I've gotten from his assistant. We're Really, we're meeting in about an hour. I don't really know a whole lot. I've read the magazine, and I've never met the man, so we'll see. But, yeah, I would imagine there'll be some celebrities. I know he's he's close with, like, Madonna. I don't think the Donald will be there. If you want to look up their past, they have had some history. Um, So the president probably won't be in attendance, but – There'll be some. There'll be some names. I'm sure. If you were, would a you a let us report. in there?
5: Would you get us uh, passes? Yeah, we could hang out. Like up. if there, if sure. you were doing oh, a yeah. really big party with celebrities, <laughs> yeah. would you risk yeah,
7: would, your own reputation
5: by leaving us passes?
7: Yeah, but it would probably have to be like really big. Like this is, I'm thinking this is like maybe fifteen to twenty people. Um, and then maybe in the inner circle, and then there'll probably be like a reception after, or there'll be another 40 to 50. And isn't this
3: so the kind he, of thing where like Billy Joel show up and play a piano in the living room?
7: Yeah, I don't know. I saw his wife is pregnant, so I don't know what That's right, Doug. Is Billy Joel's 68 there. and
3: his wife's but, pregnant.
0: Oh,
2: good for him.
7: But, but no, Billy, it is something like Billy, which I don't know if he's tight with Billy or not, but like someone like that would show up and do like a little, a little here you go, just a here's a send-off. Mm, how about gaga, gaga will be and there you think lady gaga will be there will lady gaga be there bruce because if well, that's annie the case Iggy will, will show up be there annie's going to be there and i've met annie a few times and she's fairly close to lady gaga who's annie so, sarah jessica parker played annie on lebowitz
0: different Leibowitz.
7: annie lebowitz yeah oh. so she'll definitely be in attendance if you need any gaga stories i'm sure i can get one or two out of
0: her does it bother you at all that gaga's doing all this lip syncing nowadays
7: <clears throat> i don't really care what she does i that's it's like She's she's a great performer, sure, and I don't really, I just don't really care. So when are you going to be I'm in town, sure. Bruce? You and
3: Jacob are coming for Thanksgiving
2: or for yeah, holidays? What's going on? I think on?
7: we'll be in for Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll probably get in Wednesday, go back Saturday. We don't get to spend a lot of time. We do so much weekend work that it's very hard to get back. New York City empties out Thanksgiving weekend. It's one of the only times you really get to get away. So mm. that we can do. And then Christmas, we're doing Florida again because it was a big hit last year. we so, in Florida? We go to Naples, yeah, so – we will be, and it, it really didn't get hit as bad as everyone talked about. Um, I got to see some pictures of the, the place we stay, and everything looked fine. What do you so say? You stay at the were,
3: Ritz? I bet you ball so hard.
7: I'm I'm really not going to say where I stay. Wow, oh, just, like I Doug, just like Doug, just like Doug Matt saying oh, when he's I, going to watch the Idaho game. I hate, I hate, I hate doing that. I don't want to be the douche. So it is the Ritz. It's absolutely the Ritz.
3: Yeah, I think I picked up a tight <laughs> yeah. read. I called so, out his hand: Queen, Jack of so Spades, full kids. bitch.
7: What about my hand? <laughs> Doug,
3: how big are his hands? I,
0: probably, I don't know.
3: I've, I've never seen
0: uh, a
7: gentleman. I don't not, know. The biggest hand I ever shook was Elton Brand, and it was startling. I was like,
3: <laughs> Is that a turn-on for, for the gay community? Oh, I was, no, here's
0: no. the thing. Uh, well, well, here's the thing. And I'm oh, curious, boy. Bruce,
3: because I was hanging was out with a... Janie the lesbian. In yeah. the lesbian <clears> community, <throat> lesbians look at hands,
7: and I had no yeah. idea. Did you know that? No you know what else they look at? They look at moving trucks because they're always in and out.
2: So like, that's where Dave's is
7: probably Oh, my word.
2: <laughs>
7: yeah. Uh, Bruce, right. always great to hear from
3: you, sir. Yes, Our Chris listeners love you. It would guys. be an honor to meet you, uh, but uh, always great. Don't be a stranger. Mm-hmm. You know that deal. All
7: right. I won't. You guys have a great weekend. there so, uh, See ya. All right. All right thank Bruce. you, Bruce. I mean, people love when Bruce calls in.
1: You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan. And inside stl.com
4: And we're pleased now to be joined by caller Bruce. Bruce, what's up? How we doing, Buck? I'm doing pretty well. So Good to hear. So in going back and listening to your earlier calls, I think your first call was uh, Labor Day weekend 2016. I think you wanted to talk Mizzou football, and I think you had a big Beth Stern event that weekend. What was going through your mind that morning? What prompted you to call in to the morning after on that particular day?
7: Well, let's go back a little further. I think there were some calls before that. I don't know if you can okay. find them, yeah. and I don't remember exactly what the topics were. And I, I don't have, I don't really have the patience with my ADD to go back and look. But there were calls where I didn't live in New York because I think Tim said something. I listened when you sent them over. I think Tim said something about, oh, you're you're in New York now, and I said, yeah, I moved there. Um, I don't remember exactly, but the the origin came actually from the Kevin Slayton show way back in the early 2000s where I just noticed some intolerance on that show, believe it or not, and decided uh, to make some calls that might fire him up. So I was doing that for a few years until one of his producers found out my real name and threatened and Kevin, I guess, ergo threatened to um, expose me on the air and say nasty things to my employer at the time. And I thought that was just a bad deal. So I stopped calling him. And then like three months later, his producer actually called me and asked if I would start calling in again. And I said, no, thank you. So that's where it really started. And then for a long time, I didn't. And then I had a bunch of friends say, we want you to call back in. You should do the morning after. And I think it was on already back to 590, maybe, you know, it was still CBS at that time. So I was calling in. And then it just kind of grew from there. But I, I don't I can't really tell you the genesis of it other than to tweak Kevin Slayton uh, 12, 13 years ago.
4: You know, trying to track down audio can be tough sometimes, I think, uh, especially during the uh, the Willie era. I, I don't think the notes taking uh, the show notes were as well, uh, well taken. So it's sometimes it's harder to track down random calls. But so. I I remember you calling in and you had this kind of backstory. You came from a conservative family. You had these twins named Beaumont and Prescott. How much of that is real uh, as far as your kind of family background?
7: Oh, it's pretty much a character. I didn't even grow up in St. Louis. So um, that was based on two of my friends, really. And there wasn't much thought put into the backstory. I just was picturing like, a Clayton family with, you know, this conservative father, probably a sister who got married to a lawyer and a guy who just rebelled against all of it and moved out of town to become a party planner after going to Mizzou. That's really all it was.
4: Yeah. The party planning aspect was, you know, it's almost like the bigger the lie, the more you believe. And, you know, I don't you know, I'm I'm a consultant, so I've occasionally been involved in in some kind of high end parties, and you do see where there's like it's kind of the same cast who puts it on, and so if you're in this inner circle, I could see where it, w- and especially if you were tied into money in New York, uh, especially if there was you know these kind of weird gay subculture or whatever, you know, events where you bring the right talent, you have the right connections, you, it's all about delivering the people and getting people to show up to these things. I could, you could see where in theory, someone could move from St. Louis and put all that together, but it was kind of a far-fetched idea. Why a party planner? I mean, where, where did that come from?
7: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. So it really just, I do have a friend that's a pretty big party planner, um, I use I drew from some of that experience, but I don't think he did anything at the level that I would discuss on the radio, typically uh, with Condé Nast or with, um, you know, Beth Stern's charity or any of that stuff. I, so I don't know. I just
4: thought it was a Thursday was a night way to ex- Thursday night parties at the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. I mean, who is yes. flying? Who is flying? this guy from Manhattan out to Pittsburgh to do a party on a Thursday night. It's, it's pretty, but then again, you know,
7: that's where just quick wit comes in. Cause I think for that call, I was in a hotel in Pittsburgh and I couldn't think of, you know, what to say. So I just said that. And then I remembered there was a movie about 10 years old called she's out of my league where the girl in that movie, believe it or not, was a party planner and she threw a party at the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. So you can go back and check that movie. But that, when I was in Pittsburgh, that's what came to my mind, and that just spewed out on the air. So that's where that came from.
4: And I can't remember, that might have been the Steve Bono call. That was, the Steve Bono segue was one of my favorite ones, with Charlie, uh, Doug kind of dismissing it, and then Charlie pulling up the stats, and AFC Player of the Year, and you kind of threw it back in Doug's face. That was one of my favorite, just kind of completely ADD callbacks. Uh, yeah, I
7: had completely forgotten about that um, until you sent that tape over for me to listen to. But I, yeah, I had no idea about it. I didn't even remember anything about Steve Bono. I just have a weird knowledge for sports and trivia, so that I, I happen to know that. But it was really funny when you listen back to it.
4: So I think a lot of the reason many people believed Bruce to be if not real, at least an authentic New Yorker, was you had a lot of knowledge about New York City, or seemingly, I mean, obviously we're living in St. Louis, we don't necessarily have a handle on New York City, but you seemed to know a lot of specifics. You knew Joanne's Trattoria or whatever, whatever the Iggy restaurant, Lady Gaga's parents' restaurant. Yeah, that's it. You knew that right off the bat, and... There was just a lot of other things, you know, your whole, you lived in Chelsea, and then you moved to Upper West Side, and then you're talking about moving to Westchester County. It's the way that people would talk about the neighborhoods in St. Louis. What is your connections to New York? Do you travel to New York regularly? How often do you spend, how much time a year would you say you spend in New York City? So I probably go to New York for work four or five, six times a year, uh, maybe quarterly,
7: a little bit more than that. My whole family, both my parents, all my aunts and uncles, grandparents, everybody is from northern New Jersey. So I've been going there my whole life, sometimes for almost the whole summer. So I know New York pretty well. And I just know. And then I have my roommate from college at Mizzou also is in, he's in hedge funds and lives in New York and has moved neighborhoods a few times. I just have a pretty good idea. Um, I've always been part kind of ingrained in the culture. And that's really how I was able to just, you know, spit those things off the top of my head. You know, I know what his rent is. So in the call where they ask about my rent, I was able to you just kind of quote what he had told me, um, right. and it just happened to match up. So th- most of that is true. And then I, I happen to know the suburbs, Westchester County, Northern Jersey, Long Island. I can speak to it pretty well. I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any means, but just um, the more I go there, the more I learn.
4: And you pass the 24-hour daycare probably on the way to LaGuardia or JFK, Oh, those places are prevalent. I
7: mean, if you go out by LaGuardia or JFK and you're in Queens there in Flushing, there are, you know, there are a lot of strip clubs around there. So there's all sorts of those 24 hour kind of shifty. You also, you know, they're not just for strippers, but there are a lot of um, police officers, firemen, that type of profession in Queens, which is a little more blue collar suburb or blue collar borough, I should say. So you do see those things from time to time. And that's just that's where I drew that
4: from. So you're from northern New Jersey, and you went to Mizzou. So you did go to the J school? I I never finished the J school there. No, I majored in
7: communications and history. So I started, I went there for journalism, but did not actually finish in that. But I grew up in, mostly in Chicago, moved to New York, moved back to Chicago, then to St. Louis in high school. Okay, That's my my true path.
4: So you were in St. Louis in high school. So did you, in fact lose your virginity at a party off mcknight with when you had frosted tips
7: no i did have frosted tips that's very true because i am born in 1982 so that put me in high school in the late 90s almost everyone did and that was i did go to that was driven from a specific party i remember going to um with a prominent st louis family off mcknight in probably summer of 1999 but no, I did not lose my virginity at a party off McNight. That is that was made up.
4: <laughs> Those specific details are what really tie the story together, and I thought made the Bruce character so great. I do think it would be interesting to kind of call call in once in a while, even if people know that you're not necessarily on the real. I do think it would still be it would still be good to hear from Bruce from time to time. Uh, while I've got you on the air, is there anything else you want to get into? within the bruce world that uh, you want to address while you're on swoops fix well i do think it's it's funny because people often ask like how do you keep the character
7: together or whatever it, it and it's just using um a few details i'll call it bullet points not a script but just using details to put together you know a comprehensive character um and then the second thing is it it was the way the character was born once again i think is funny that anybody um I mean, Kevin at the time was furious when he found out that it wasn't real. But it really just was to prove a point that, you know, the, to drop stereotypes about people because Bruce was very into football, um, was correspondent for the Slayton show at Super Bowl 43. And to say, yeah, you know, a gay guy, and I have gay friends, I have straight friends, they're just as into sports. They're just as into, you know, talking shenanigans as they talk in the morning after and everything else so it's it's kind of funny it was it's really meant to dispel stereotypes and I think long term it really did that
4: I mean I do think Bruce did have a lot of very level-headed takes either on media or even on politics or on uh, on this or that you just seem to have just kind of those level-headed takes not prisoner of the moment or kind of social media overreacting you know you just seem to Have you delivered the message? Even though it was through this nonsensical character, you still seem to have uh, a quality, a quality message to provide. So
7: yeah, so it's funny. Both of the characters—that's kind of the ultimate goal. Funny as it sounds, like I was listening back to the call you sent with Tucker, where talking about the Brentwood Promenade's parking situation, and those are just most of what Tucker calls out are just real life things. And I guess you could say the same about Bruce. Some of the the takes are my true opinion. I mean, you know, whether it be silly or whether it be political or whatever, I'm I'm pretty just, um, you're right. I don't like the hot take prisoner of the moment type show, which is probably why I do enjoy the morning after. I
4: do think you could do a maybe once a month stand up improv routine and just kind of do St. Louis, like just kind of, it's almost like a roast of St. Louis. I do think uh, that's kind of the running theme of, but yeah, with the Brentwood promenade and all that stuff the and you know the three series drivers at, at Napoli uh, and all that, I think you do kind of have St. Louis's number to a degree. So yeah I would I would love to see I know' you're, you're probably very pressed for time uh, traveling for work. Uh, and raising your real family but if there was like a way that we could book you to do somewhere where there's you know not a whole lot of overhead and that would be convenient you could do a kind of like once a month improv and just kind of let it flow and you could do different characters and you could just kind of whatever whatever about St. Louis is funny that month and you could just kind of do a number I mean I think we could get a pretty decent crowd to come out and support that yeah, I do
7: I'd like to. I'm, I'm probably better in like a panel type situation. I don't I'm not real good at stand up or any of that. And it's just not my thing. I can I can pull the stuff out of my ass. But it's, it's better when it's on the radio or on a podcast or something like that. I've done that before. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. Never well, happens, happens,
4: there's always but. there's always TMA lives. Maybe they can get you booked for a TMA live. I know you're often not in town on Thursdays, but uh, if we can get you get you out for another TMA live, I think that would be a good a good forum to. Uh, That'd be fun. No, you it's the, it's always always fun to see the people. Get you back on the dais. All right. Well, I don't want to take any more of your time, Bruce. You take it easy. I'm sure we'll talk again. Uh, we've got you know one more in kind of the trilogy coming up so we'll, we'll be back in touch with you or one of your other people next month to kind of tie a bow on it but uh take care and have a good one all right Swope, have a good one you're listening to swope's picks
1: on 590 the fan and insidestl.com. stl.com
4: swope here reminding you that all episodes of swope's picks are available for download at insidestl.com. you can also find swope's picks on itunes in the comedy section under s for swope once again, I'd like to thank Caller Bruce for joining us.
5: Well, get it, mother- get it, mother- oh, get on with it, muff Get on with it,
4: motherfucker. Oh, get on with it, muff Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the mashup.
0: I'm a slut. I'm a slut. I'm a slut. Dang. I'd like to pull you aside and get you a hooker, sir. I assume Extra Virgin is more expensive.
7: <laughs> He's way better than you. You
3: need to take notes. It's way bigger. Well, when you're right, you're right. And I'll tip my hat to you. You're absolutely right, sir. And I notice, oh, the lady the lady has a ween. I didn't know we had drag shows in St. Louis.
6: We, <laughs> go, we go over there quite a bit, do some amyl nitrate, and just dance all night. Do
3: some what now? Just taking turns on Michael Anderson? He's a toe sucker.
0: We get yeah, a guy right. you're popular. I'm a slut. But you know, I'm
3: trying to remain a
6: twink well into my 80s okay. because I don't want to get there and she thinks she's banging grandpa.
0: You look different now that you're not 12. What A yummy. <laughs> Did you take uh, advantage of the concert setting to look for an elderly gentleman who might be loaded, <laughs> willing to take you on as the pool boy?
2: Right, right now! Oh, yeah, uh, boy. Hey. Uh,
0: they give you a, a towel.
2: A
1: uh, yummy. Yeah, well,
0: Maybe galaxy. I am gay. I don't know. What was the final determination after you spoke with Mr. Saget for so long? And you had to get full naked, that full bush. And... of it all.
3: I'm a slut. <laughs> I want to try to Tell like cooking game to the extreme. Engage in in coitus? <laughs> On
0: top of the Vaseline?
3: Ooh. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I'm a slut. Brush up against his thigh, bro?
0: No, I didn't. We were golfing. Do the rainbow shout.
3: Ah! I finished to tranny porn last night. Yeah.
0: Now watch me shoot fireworks all over your boy travel. Okay. <laughs> what is that? <laughs>